Thank you so much for that, Kath. Right, let's jump on in for the last time. Um, Boaz. He loves Ruth. Ruth is an orphan. She's lost a lot. She's hanging around with Naomi, but she's joined the life of God. And the future's not looking great for Naomi or Ruth. Because the law was um, they need security in family. Otherwise, they could be taken advantage of and all sorts. Um, so Boaz comes along and he starts acting like Jesus to Ruth. who He's just going to win her. Um, so the first five verses of this chapter, they're sort of sorting it out. The legality of winning Ruth and then securing her safety security a future close friendship all the stuff that jesus does for his church which is why the children have been drawing boaz as jesus and themselves or church as ruth because um, it's all about that divine marriage you can't get jesus without his bride the two don't go um, ever anywhere apart so verse 8 um the guy in line to look after Ruth first uh, isn't interested. She's got too much baggage. Uh, he doesn't want to take on that sort of project and get his hands dirty. So the guardian or kinsman redeemer said to Boaz, buy it yourself, the land of Naomi, and you get Ruth with that and all sorts. So he removed his sandal and it's going to cost Boaz to get to win Ruth. And it cost Jesus to win his bride. Um, I remember a girl I met once paid £900 to go and meet Justin Bieber. Um, but the girl wasn't interested in Jesus. It's like you can meet Jesus for free. And he is slightly better than Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber, of course, a fan favourite um, in Park End of members of Park End. But Jesus invented Justin Bieber, and it's always um, amazing that um, Jesus paid to win his bride. We just jump on board in his safety and security. But people pay £900 to go and spend a life following people like Justin Bieber, who basically do nothing for his fans. Jesus um, bought us out of slavery and bondage, purposeless, nighttime, sin. Um, children, can you draw this week church being freed from slavery? Whether it's individual people being enslaved to bad behavior or hating Jesus um, or churches just enslaved to some other power and then Jesus comes along, maybe do a comic book strip or something, and pays with his life to free the bride. Everybody's a slave to something. Everybody is owned by something. Everybody, you have to serve someone, to quote Bob Dylan, and we are. I remember on the radio recently there was a lady and she was angry and she rang up and said, I am bound by no one. I'm my own person. I don't follow political rules or religious rules. I am free to drink whatever I want and eat whatever I want and sleep with whoever I want. And I was thinking, the thing is, you're not free. 
you're just following society because there's tons of people moving in that direction and breaking the away from the bonds of our traditions. But 50 years ago, people weren't living like that and this person wouldn't have been so vocal and living like that. Not really. I mean, there were individuals, but people just... They, they just follow crowds, whether they like it or not. And you even need a crowd to break away from. So even then you're defined by the crowd. I don't buy this freedom. Even if it's Frank Sinatra saying, in, in the end, I did it my way. It's like, well, no, because you didn't do it Jesus's way, then all of that territory is the territory of sin, death, decay, and the devil. So you just did it his way. Here, Boaz is going to pay uh, to win his bride. Why? Because when you see Jesus, you get filled with love to serve other people, truly serve them, not for your own agenda, um, be but because you've seen the heart of the Father who's revealed in Jesus, and Jesus was a giver, giver of his time, prayers, health, like Jesus was shattered sometimes up all night dealing in prayer and then dealing with people's problems in the morning. He died young. Um, he's a giver of all of his resources to his church. And Boaz is showing here what Jesus is like uh, for his bride. And when we see that, our years of maybe self-centeredness or hatred towards some people, and we realize Actually, that's spiritual bankruptcy. That's not like Jesus. We realize there, no, we were, we were like orphans, but he's brought us now into this church and his father is our father. And so we become givers, cheerful givers of time, effort. We put our ego to the side. We confess our sins and we long to be like Jesus each and every day. Jesus did not spare his own inheritance. All for love's sake, he became poor to share his riches with church, which we get tastes of now. And one day we'll be basking in that glory forever. He redeemed um, his people from the curse, from the fall. He cast out demons showing that evil will ultimately be overthrown by him and his church. He did miracles, which were signposts of the kingdom's consummation when there's no death or sickness and that age is ushered in. He taught parables, which was a snapshot of a redeemed life and what that sort of life looks like here on planet Earth. And by ri rising from the dead, he shows that he's the first fruit of this new um, kingdom and final consummation, which we are all involved with. He's the greater Boaz. So Boaz loves Ruth so much that he wants to redeem her and make her a bride, valued, special. Um, my dogs, first thing in the morning when I come down, what I love is when I walk in the door, they love me and they're happy to see me. And if they've got toys in their mouths or something, they'll drop it because I seem to be in their eyes superior to even 
toys and they bounce and they wiggle their bums and whatever they do, their tail. But actually, Evie goes beyond tail. She actually shakes her hips with such delight and joy to seeing me. Um, the Lord Jesus it's quite amazing to see that the Lord Jesus's affection for church is higher than his affection for anything really all right his father has the ultimate place in his heart but his father's will is also for church so it's all bound up together and I don't know if you've ever seen someone who is in love not with what you can get out of a person but the person themselves they like talk about them non-stop and basically Jesus now sits at the right hand of the father making intercession for his saints which means he's talking about us constantly in glory to his father we've been redeemed we now reign with him in the heavenlies and he talks about us and Naomi remember went to an awfully dark place to start getting this vision of Boaz and church security and the purpose of the law of Moses and how it's glorying the Lord that she trusts in. So she stayed close to Jesus in tough times and Ruth did and they stayed clinging on in church life and now look at them. The clouds are parting now and uh, grace, joy, riches are about to be lavished on them. Check out verse 13. Because now there's children coming. So Boaz took Ruth and she became his wife. When he made love to her, the Lord enabled her to conceive and she gave birth to a son. Now, this is no mere pregnancy story. They have got their eyes on and so should we. Not just the birth of a son and an inheritance and a future of their immediately family their immediate family line this is bringing a cosmic plan of redemption into play remember a couple of sermons ago i was saying little details in our lives all have a purpose and a knock-on effect to bring glory to god um, to work out for the good of those who love him so don't get stuck in your own circumstances and look only at them Trust in Jesus in all of them. So this is no mere baby uh, being born. Who's the Redeemer and why? Check out verse 15. Sorry, 14 and 15. The woman said to Naomi, Praise be to the Lord, who this day has not left you without a guardian Redeemer. May he become famous throughout Israel. He will renew your life and sustain you in your old age for your daughter-in-law, who loves you and who is better to you than seven sons has given him birth. What's interesting there is Boaz isn't actually the redeemer. The child is and he is going to bring life. You're like, what? I thought this was about Boaz. All right, wait. He is the one from whom the family line continues it's all this whole story with an eye on the lord and church is all coming together and realized in him yes he will look after naomi but on a and ruth and on a but on a global level there will be redemption for sinners like ruth and 
Naomi from this line. And that's why this story, just look here, ends with what some people think is a boring genealogy. But actually, those genealogies are often the most exciting part of the Bible. Think big. This is a family tree, which the book is telling us at the end. Think of the descendants here, the family tree, the ancestry and where it's going and where it's been. Think big. What is all working towards? And that's the story of the book of Ruth. The church is to think big about what day-to-day -day events are all working towards. The Lord Jesus Christ is the greater Boaz. It cost him his life on the cross to bring us into his life and the life of the Trinity. To do what? Trust, obey, turn from death, display what the kingdom's like by the way we trust and live. And even when in the day we get to boring genealogy bits, which seemingly nothing to anyone, whatever those bits are in your day that you think the Lord is somewhat disinterested in don't matter, you're like, ah, wait, I'm looking up even in this mundane task. If we do that, when the big trials of life come, we'll be proper equipped. And we think of this this week, Naomi and her hard life and her name, bitterness, and how the Lord looked after her. And there may be many setbacks in our lives from what we think we need or the comfort that we think we need to have right now. But it's like, nah, even if the Lord takes us into death, it's just falling asleep for us. And in that we will know gain. We're to wait and trust in the Lord. And then all of our complaints against God will be proved untrue and without foundation. And we'll be like, I'm sorry, Lord, I should have trusted you, trusted you better along the way. So questions to end. Is Naomi staring at a baby at the end of this story? No, she's thinking about the coming family line. Don't be boxed in. Think like church members are supposed to think. And Ruth, saved from Moab. Is that your story? I was lost, but now I'm found. For what? To know him, to trust him, and to serve church members. To live a cross-centered life in the image of Jesus, who was the giver of givers. And finally, to start thinking cosmically and to place our hope in that treasure, which is ours in Jesus. Think big this weekend and this week, Park End. Uh, think cosmically and look to a massive Jesus, high and lifted up. Well, that is a brief overview of the book of Ruth. If you want more, we're back in a couple of hours at 9 p.m. So God willing, we will see you there in the name of the Father, the Son and the Spirit. Bless you. We'll see you in a bit.